and welcome to Between the Likes. I'm Amanda Lauren. I am so excited for the show today, so I'm going to keep this intro super short. Although, if you've listened, if this is not your first time, you know that that is a little bit hard for me. So today, we welcome the ladies from the Home Edit. If you have not bought their containers at the container store, read their books, which are just like beautifully photographed, or seen their show on Netflix, you are missing out. Your home is probably a mess. No, just kidding. Honestly, I am not the neatest person, but one thing that I really like to do actually on this show is talk about what happens behind the scenes. So a lot of times we get these things as writers called press mailers, and it'll be a gift or things sort of related to the launch of a TV show, or if it's a beauty product, they'll send you a bunch of beauty products. So for the launch, this was a few months ago of their show on Netflix, they sent over just all of these containers from their iDesign line at Container Store along with their book. And I have been obsessed with them ever since. Um, Those containers just kind of changed my life. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but the bottom of my sink, like under my sink in my bathroom, was such a mess. And it would drive me insane. And I redid everything. I reorganized it. And it looks beautiful because of those containers. I then went on to reorganize my kitchen and I just feel so much more. The thing about organizing is it really does change your life in the way that you feel more clear-headed when you're not like, where is this? Where is that? I can't find this. Or, you know, you have bottles somewhere or spices or something that's not in a container and you're looking for it and you rearrange everything and something falls and it's like, a complete nightmare. So I would say that like the one thing I really learned from them is that everything should have a home, Um, which is sort of like the theme of everyone should have a home. Um, Anyway, I just, they were so funny. They were so much fun, but they were so super informative. They're doing, they just launched a recipe and a brand partnership with McCormick, the spice company. Speaking of spices, let's get spicy. Um, That's so cheesy. (laughs) Um, it's really early in the morning where I am and I'm trying to do this and not wake my husband up, but, um, they have this really good product, the McCormick app, and I will link that in the show notes. This app helps you organize your spices so you can actually scan in all of your McCormick spices and then put in adjust how much you have left of each. So you're not like when you go to the supermarket, you're like, okay, I am going to make pumpkin bread. Do I have nutmeg? Do I have nutmeg in the house? And then you just check. You don't have to like call your husband or call your roommate or call your kids. Be like, is there nutmeg? Because I don't want to buy another thing of nutmeg. Um, And it is super helpful. And they talk about the app. They have a super cool recipe with it. They talk about cooking. They kind of make fun of the fact that they are not professional chefs. Um, And how easy the recipe is. It's a brownie recipe. Um, I have not made it yet. But maybe I will. Maybe I will for Christmas. Who knows? Anyway, this is just, I just want to say, and like I said, I'll do another show before the year ends. But um, as we approach, you know, Christmas, I'm just so, doing this show has really been a gift. Doing another podcast again, if you um, listen to my old podcast, Things Were Too Lazy to Blog About with Allie Levine. You know, we had that for over 100 episodes. And It was just logistically very challenging to keep doing um, just with everything going on in the world. And so it's just been such a gift to get to do this. I'm so grateful. 
Um, if you want to read more too and see some visuals, uh, this will be an article in Forbes. By the time you're listening to this, it could be an article in Forbes. So when it's out, I will update it. But I wanted to just put out this podcast as quickly as I could before the holidays. Um, it's Monday, the 21st. I think that this will be out. I think the article should be out tomorrow, Wednesday, the absolute latest. Things have just been very busy. But again, I've just had so many great guests. It's really been a dream come true. So many amazing ones coming on in the new year. I don't want to say who they are yet, but get excited. Um, Again, thank you so much for listening. Um, If you like this show, by the way, please share it. Please subscribe. Please download do a swipe. If you do a swipe up, I will restore you. My Instagram is at it's Amanda Lauren, I-T-S-A-M-A-N-D-A-L-A-U-R-E-N. That is also in the show notes. It's really, really helpful to me when you do this. And you should do that for any podcaster. It's good karma. No pressure. Anyway, I'm going to shut up. Thanks again to McCormick. Thank you so much to the home edit and enjoy. So I want to know all about your partnership with McCormick. Okay. Um, Well, this is Clea, in case that makes a difference, but don't worry about attributing one thing versus another to either of us. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, people tell us our voices sound alike, so I just wanted to say that. Um, So McCormick, when we, you know, first began our partnership with them, we were so excited because number one, Joanne and I don't know how to cook. Like we historically, (laughs) we don't cook, we don't bake, we're a complete other hot mess in the kitchen and we were like oh my god can McCormick like teach us how to do something the only thing we know how to do like regarding spices is organize them (laughs) and we don't know how to cook so they were so incredible such amazing collaborators and you know actually not only helped us develop our own recipes that we could impress upon our family but they showed us that actually organizing meal prep organizing to cook is actually a huge part of the cooking process. And once they explained it to us that way, we were like, oh my God, this is this is a partnership made in heaven. They're going to teach us how to cook in an organized way. And we were like, okay, now yeah. I feel like my brain started to be able to wrap my head around. The second they said mise en place, which is, you know, everything in its place, I was like, ah, like lightning struck for me. So I was like, it was amazing. Um, and then of course, you know, like they showed us how to use the Flavor Maker app and it's just is like such an amazing way to digitally organize your pantry. So it kind of like it's we came so about this partnership. Fun. It's so fun. It's so helpful. It's amazing. You can just scan the spices. Not only at like it, it keeps like a track of all of your inventory. It also has the fill level that you can adjust. So you know when to order more. It shows you which recipes they the spices can work for. It's just it's just incredible, honestly. And. You know, Joanne and I get very excited about anything having to do with organization. We're just organizing nerds. And the fact that, like, this is a new way to organize really gets our juices flowing. So it was was quite exciting. And it's the scanning aspect of the Flavor Maker app is so much fun. I mean, you feel like, I I don't know why it's so rewarding and fun, but it really was. Like, both of us are, like, fighting over scanning the spices. It's like a game. I don't know. It's like the closest thing we come to like a video game is like scanning spices. So, you know, <laughs> we're very cool. Very cool people. Uh, so, you know, that this is what we do for fun. Uh, but yeah. no, it was, it was great. <laughs> and, and they taught us how to bake a gingerbread brownie recipe. I mean, like what could be, it was just, it was so fun. Our families could not believe we pulled off an actual baked good. It was shocking. 
The brownie recipe also had this eggnog like icing on top that was Frosting. vegan. The whole thing yeah. was vegan. And I ate the entire pan, truly, the whole pan. Well, that, that is true. I literally looked over thinking Joanna was going to like save me a piece and it looked like a raccoon had gotten into the pan and it was just like, everything, <laughs> it was just everywhere. And I was like, oh, okay. Cause I thought we did this together. I kind of thought that I was going to be a part of it, but no. no so she, no. Did, yeah, she ate the whole thing, but it's fine. I, I got the one that wasn't vegan. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Wait, anyway, so- it was just, it's just a very fun partnership for us. Do you think like a line of bakeware could be in your future? Like something like that? I feel like now I feel empowered. I feel like sky's the limit. Like, you know, now I feel like we're, we're like actual patisserie chefs. So we can, we can do it all. I think, (laughs) I think a bakeware line feels appropriate now that we're experts. Absolutely. You two are just so funny. Like, (laughs) I mean, like, you're funny on the show and I love everything you do, but like, it is just super um, fun and funny to hear you in person and to get to do this. Um, Oh, because we're the exact same. There's literally like no difference. People are always like (laughs) surprised, you know, like they'll be like, oh my God, like you really drink champagne or Joanna, you wear headbands in real life. And we're like, oh yes, that is actually just who we are. (laughs) Everything you see is what you get. That's correct. That's so funny. So let me ask too, because I have, someone once described what you do and I just felt like it was so perfect. So I'm going to steal it as that you're organizers, but really you're merchandisers because you make everything look so pretty. And I mean, you get people excited about markers and that's, that's (laughs) That's not exciting. I think that's so exciting. Yeah. Well, that's, that's. No, sorry. Very Continue. Kind of someone to say. I was going to say that that's very kind of someone to say that's giving us a lot of credit as merchandisers. Truly, I, I would say we. Yes, that's sort of a piece of it, but I would say the organizing piece, the function of it, has to come first, and that's they're both the fun parts. I mean, we we get excited about it because we really think it's so much fun. Like it's a puzzle. It's well, it's you know, all a puzzle. The fun, it is a puzzle. Functionality is a puzzle. You're you're totally right, and I think that the. The piece of it, the, I, I love that people take, have that takeaway because the reason why we started kind of doing styling and merchandising aspects for our organizing projects is to make people really excited about organizing. It doesn't mean that the underlying system is any less complicated. Like that's why I think some people come and they try and do it too. And it's like, oh, it's actually a jigsaw puzzle to put together, you know, like to actually create that, you know, mm-hmm. functional um, layered system. But the styling aspect and making things really beautiful and lining things up in, you know, just so, and with color and all those things are the, re- I think it's the reason why organization started to take off because it, yeah. everything was merchandised and, and visually really appealing and satisfying to look at. And it didn't feel any more like an old buddy daddy, like ew, organizing, like, why would I want to do that? You know, like now all of a sudden it's just kind of, it it was just more in line with design and interior styling and, and all of the things that I think are, you know, the things that we look at on the internet and Google over. So I, I think it's just, uh, it was, it was such a great blend and it allowed us to do the things that we do best, the things that we nerd out on and to then make them look really beautiful. That's, that's so true. Let me ask though, as people who are so visual, how does this digital app like help you? 
Like what oh. is, what are some ways you use it and what ways do you suggest other people use it? So digital organization, I believe in it so strongly. I mean, I am more of a digital person than Joanna is. So I have always been an early adopter of any possible thing I can do from a digital perspective. I want to do it. Yeah. Yes. Joanna is still like, you know, she is literally my grandmother, like with, mm-hmm. you know, it's like if someone changes their address, she needs to cross it out and, and yeah. rewrite it. Yes. So, um, yes. you know, it's, it's just a, a different thing. So I get very excited about digital organization and all we have. Um, but jo- it, it, this app is so easy that even Joanna was able to yes. be like really excited <laughs> yes. about it. And, yeah. and, and I don't even get really into it. To that, to, to that flight. I mean, it's Clea's totally right. It's so easy. And I'm usually like scared of technology because I'm like, Oh, Joanna's very hot. resistant. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, she's very resistant to technology and she's like, no, I rather just like write it down. But for me, I find the digital organization to be so helpful because you can also access things from wherever you are, you don't need to be like standing in front of your cabinet, in front of your pantry to understand, you know, how, what you still need to order. If you're looking at a recipe and you're like, wait a minute, do I have cardamom or, you know, whatever spice mm-hmm. you need? I feel like it, you know, it's, it's so powerful to just like have it all at your fingertips and be able to create your grocery list right there to be able to pull your recipes, save your favorites, figure out what you're going to cook, what you're going to make. You know, all the ingredients you need, you know, what you have. You know, you even know how much of it you have. So if, you know, yeah. if you're running low, you know, you can adjust the, the fill level so you know exactly what you need. I mean, I just, I feel like more and more digital technology for organization is going to become, I think, a real critical piece of the process. I mean, I think yeah. it, it just helps so much in the long-term maintenance of what you've already organized in person. So it basically just becomes like, you know, your intake, your, your inventory list, your everything, you know, I mean, I just think we're going to start be doing so much more, not that we don't already, but you know, via app and, and, you know, our phones. And I just think that it's, it's so helpful. Like, I, I mean, I don't want to get up and, and go search my pantry and figure out what I have for this and what I have for that when I'm trying to build out, you know, dinner. So, I mean, right. I, I just think it's, it's great. I, I, I love it. But again, yeah. it just totally appeals to everything, all of my sensibilities. I, I think it's more uh, indicative of how great it is that Joanna's excited about it because, again, she is, she is not a technological maven, uh, to, no, to put not it mildly. No, not at so, all. Yeah, but it's, it just, it's great. It's so useful. And it's really fun. Honestly, I encourage everyone is, to try it. It is so satisfying. It's very fun. It's very fun. Yeah. Flavor Maker app. And it's it fun to say, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me ask. Why do you think that the kitchen specifically is so challenging to organize for most people? Ooh. Well, that's that's a, that's a many fold question. I think I think yes. part of it is that there's many people that are part of the kitchen. So it like if it's just you, it's much easier because you have full control. But once you have other people in your household, roommates or family members. Everyone has their paws and all kinds of stuff. And if you don't have a smart system, people put things in the wrong place and then the next person can't find it. So then they might rebuy it. And now you have a mess of a pantry or whatever this is, you know, the kitchen is. So I think part of it is, is just that it's a, it's a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A hub, I guess, for the whole house. Mm -hmm. That's one of the reasons. A kitchen is definitely the highest use place in the entire home maybe with the exception of the entryway and 2020 even took that away from the entryway. It's like, where are you going? So it's just like, you're just in the kitchen all the time. And it is true for people who don't even cook. 
like the kitchen is just where everyone always is. You know, it's just like the, the heartbeat of the home is what we always say. And it really is grand central. It's where, you know, people put, put things on the counter and, you know, every time everyone wants a snack or, you know, making a meal, I mean, you're in it so much. And even if you have, you know, anyone from a family, a large family to just a roommate, even if you live by yourself, I mean, it just, things accumulate. And I think if you don't, stay on top of the kitchen, it just becomes a bit of a dumping ground. So, you know, we, we always like to say every drawer, every cabinet, the pantry, whatever it is, make sure that nothing is being like shoved, squished, or hidden. Even the uh, terrible named junk drawer should not be <laughs> actual, actually full of junk. You know, we like to call it a general drawer or multi-purpose drawer, um, you know, any, anything else aside from the word junk, because it should be organized and it should have, you know, your pens, your scissors, your, you know, whatever you need, your keys, whatever it is. I just think that, you know, making sure you know everything. I think that, again, going back to the inventory perspective, we like to have an absolute audit of every single thing that is in our domain and specifically the kitchen. I don't want to look for a kitchen utensil. I don't want to look for a spice. I don't want to look for, you know, a, a pair of scissors. Like I want to know where every single thing is. So I think it's just really important to get off on the right foot with your kitchen and then maintaining it honestly is super easy. Do you get off on just throwing stuff out? Because I do. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love so it. Good. Best thing ever. If, yeah, if it's not if it's not nailed down, it's very likely that it's going to go. Very likely. <laughs> High likelihood. So where do you recommend that people start? Like someone has a typical messy kitchen. They have a drunk drawer. They have things out of place. They probably have some stuff they don't need. And they're like, okay, I'm going to do this this weekend. Where Where do you start? Like what is, the, what is that process? You want to start with a drawer. To start yeah, a drawer. You want to start small. Something yeah, that you can really exactly. see your see through from A to Z. Because if you start in too big of a space, like definitely don't just be like, okay, well, the home edit ladies told me to to organize my kitchen because that's important. So I'm just going to pull every single thing out of every cabinet, drawer, pantry, whatever. You will end up in a fetal position. You need to just like take it slow you know, start with the drawer, do, do the junk drawer, do a bathroom drawer, you know, something that you can really see the entire process through, get your motivation, get your feet wet, understand like the, all the steps of the process. And then you can start extrapolating out to something larger. And honestly, an organized drawer is very satisfying too. Like it's small, it's a big but it's bang for your buck too. It really is yeah. like, you know, it doesn't take that long in, in comparison with other aspects of your home. And every time you will literally find yourself getting out of bed at night to go open the drawer just to look at it. <laughs> I mean, it's that satisfying. Okay. That's, that's like slightly over-exaggerated. <laughs> I don't think but so. I, I actually don't think so. You would get out of your bed in the middle of the night yeah. to look at a drawer. I, I might. Would. If, if it was a real mess before, I might. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I guess, I guess anything's possible. <laughs> Let me ask you, okay, so this is like for, for me, I was like coming up with something, what's the one thing I want to ask you? What do you do when, because this is now driving me completely insane, um, and I've noticed my friends have the same problem. What do you do with kitchen cabinets that are deep and narrow? Because those are just such problem areas. When you mm -hmm. say deep, do you mean like the the 
depth of the drawer or like the height of the drawer? Like, is it deep going down or deep Deep. going horizontal? Back. Deep going, just like it gets, like there's a lot of space, but it's narrow. So it goes back pretty far, but like the basket, you need very little width. Yeah. Like the back of it is like it, like the back, not the top. Okay, yeah, okay, so it, it's a, so it's like a like a long drawer, not like a yeah. going down deep. Drawer. Like a long shelf that's just narrow. Yeah. Like there's a lot of yeah. space, but the problem is getting to the back of it. It's it ends mm-hmm. up being no man's land. Okay, so you right. need, you need a, a a long basket or a bin. In fact, there's there's one at the container store that we use a lot. Um, it's called the Like It bins, and they are they're drawers, but you could put it inside Ooh. depending on the thing. But you can put it yeah, inside. So basically, yes. What you what you want to do is you want to turn that shelf into essentially a drawer because that's the only way you're going to ever be, get to the back of it. So you know you want a long, narrow, either bin, basket, you know, whatever your preference, whatever fits the space, so that you can just pull it out and then everything that was all the way at the back you can access. We actually did that in um, I forget what episode it was. It was the Neil Patrick Harris episode, uh, but we did that in the New York apartment. Um, she had all these water bottles and it was just like a graveyard back there, you know? So we put in a long narrow bin, line them all up, and then she can just pull out the bin. It just like functions as a drawer. That, herself, that is such a smart idea. Sorry, what? I, oh, I said the more deep shelves that you can turn into drawers mm-hmm. is the way to go. That's the only way to access the back. Yes, it's true. Single that solution. Is, that is so how, Now I have to like go to measure and go to container store and be obsessed all weekend. Um, <laughs> oh, and you will be. It is, it is such a game changer to when you realize how easy it is to solve for that is really amazing. It's just yeah. so annoying because we run and I'm yeah. like, this kitchen is so poorly designed <laughs> like, yeah. mm-hmm. and we have totally. so much, oh, just so much stuff, um, you know, yeah. like, you know, platters and all the things we got for a wedding because, you know, we're entertaining a lot during a pandemic. So everything right. is <laughs> so much use. Um, right. <laughs> that is, that is so helpful. Let me ask you, how do you recommend a lot of people can do things and they make things look pretty, but how do you recommend like really maintaining kitchen, you know, kitchen organizational systems and, you know, any other organizational system, things are only so good if you keep it up. Well, yeah, that's well, true. That's, and we, we, yes. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, it's, it's like going to the gym once and being like, well, I did it, you know, because, uh, you know, you, you definitely started, but if you don't maintain, it's just like, it's going to go back to the way it was. So I think it's and just about committing. Yeah. It's just committing to the systems that you put in place and thinking through them ahead of time. Like don't, we always caution against, like we want all of our photos to serve as inspiration, but we want people to be inspired by photos that would make sense for them. Not be like, well, wow, what, what an aspirational uh, image that is completely unrealistic for like the way I live. Like if, if you have kids or, you know, whatever it is, like you wouldn't want a sea of all glass jars, you know, just like, isn't <laughs> so, Sorry. you know, it's like, we always try and like get people to think about what is smart for them. You know, if you are really busy, do you really want to take the time coming home from the grocery store and emptying out 
all the different pastas, cereals, and whatever into canisters? Or is it going to be easier to just put them in the bin labeled breakfast or dinner? You know, and like, if that's the case, it's go- your maintenance is going to be really easy for you because you've made the smart choice based on your lifestyle, based on your needs. And then it just is plug and play. It's just a matter of when the systems start to fail is if you think that maybe like something looks really good, it goes back to the, the functionality and the system put in place. If you think something just looks really good, that's not enough to make a system last. So you need to really pair them together and be like, because otherwise, you know, if you think a whole lineup of canisters looks really beautiful, it's really going to start looking bad when the box of spaghetti is just sitting next to the canister because you decided it was just easier to leave it in the box than, you know, and then it's like everything is just in disarray. So it's really just thinking through the systems in advance, making smart choices. Yeah. Yes. Being Being honest with yourself and, and you'll be able to keep it up. Truly. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, I, my kids and husband are not winning any organizing awards. I will tell you that. And, uh, you know, my pantry always looks great because I set up a smart system. Now, does my daughter, does her uh, closet drawers look good, even though I've already folded them? No, because she doesn't know how to fold the way I do. And she just shoves and it's a nightmare. (laughs) But you know, uh, but that's like, not, not a system. That's like a technique. So it's like if you set up actual smart systems, it's super easy to to put things away where they belong. You know, I mean, again, also she puts over, them back in the drawer. The and the other main thing to keep in mind is the system works because you're not overstuffing it. This this once the once you overfill and you know overuse the space that you have, then the system falls apart and then everything's back to square one. I mean, then you haven't gone to that, the gym yes. for a year. You know, so that's, that's exactly that's, correct. Yeah. You've got to respect your even, space. Even so with you, a, yes. Oh, I was just going to say, even, even with a basket. So if you determine this basket is going to hold all the breakfast items, this mm-hmm. is the space that I have. As soon as you buy three extra boxes of cereal and that sits outside the basket because you didn't have enough space, now you're not respecting your space. So you have to be very aware of what, what you're allotting for each category and not exceeding that. Yes. We have a, a rule. It's, uh, we call it our golden rule, but it's the 80-20 rule. Where just like, you know, doctors suggest for eating, you don't want to be more than 80% full. You want to leave that 20%, you know, extra room. It's the same thing for your space. You don't want to be stuffed to 100%. That means there's no room for adding anything else. It means that you're uncomfortable in that space, just like you're uncomfortable when you overeat. So, you know, we, we always like to remind people that setting up the smart systems, all of that can be unwound by just simply not knowing what you have, adding too much to the collection. I mean, maybe that's also why I'm like, again, obsessed with the Flavor Maker app because it's just, you know, to be able to have, to know exactly what you have is very powerful and to be able to make smarter purchasing decisions and, you yeah. know, meal prep decisions and all of those things, you know, it, again, the, I know, and it is fun to say Flavor Maker app by McCormick. It is. Like a rolls <laughs> off your tongue. It is fun. But, but it, it really does help in that process because again that is that's really where the wheels come off I think for a lot yeah. of people is they just have too much oh a thousand and they, a thousand like, percent yeah. I and, and I do that too much I do because that they too. don't know what they have yeah I mean everyone does everyone's guilty of it truly so it's it's anything you can do to prevent that is it just ugh, I, I, can't, I can't emphasize it enough it just is the key 
it's definitely the key. I mean, especially during the pandemic where I feel like all of a sudden I have 75,000 sweatshirts and I don't know where they came from and they're taking up my whole closet. So I, I get it. I mean, that I think is probably the hardest thing for anyone, like especially in the kitchen, if you end up, I mean, I don't know. It's weird. I guess I have a weird perspective as a journalist because people send me stuff all the time and I'm like, how many more sets of cheese knives do I need? Like, Right. right. I mean, same, well, that's, same girl. That's the thing. Same, same girl. Same. You have to be yeah. very strategic about what you keep. And I mean, the smartest thing you can do is decide on the front end what you're going to let into your house and what you're not even going to walk through the front door. Because the minute it's in the front door, now it's a problem. Unless you really know where it's going to go, it's going to be, you're going to have to deal with it. So I mean, you and have to be we, very strategic about what, what you bring in. Uh, no, Joanne is absolutely right. And what we recommend, honestly, for editors, for ourselves, I mean, people who do get things, and it could even just be people who get a lot of Amazon packages, you know, I mean, like, it's not just, you know, about your occupation. Yeah. But if you do get a lot of things delivered, it's really helpful to designate a spot for incoming, outgoing, and like pending, like some kind of to-do and not to-do basket or a donate basket or, you know, something where it's like, okay, I'm going to keep this. I'm going to put this in the basket for me to put away appropriately when I have time. I'm, this just came in. I know already I'm going to gift it to a friend, donate it, you know, whatever it may be that goes in there. And then the outgoing, you know, you can make it however you want. It can be packages that you're mailing out, mail that you're sending out, you know, whatever, or maybe the outgoing can be again, like the things that you're distributing elsewhere. But setting up those baskets, whether it's like in entryway, front hall closet, whatever it is, it just, you just want to get, you know, get it out of your space or put it away. Like it's one or the other, but like if they just pile up, people keep so much stuff because they feel bad. And it's like, that doesn't help anyone. You know, like you, you want to make good use of, of whatever you just received by either using it, keeping it or giving it away. Right. That's totally true. Okay. I know that we don't have a lot of time, but I have a question that no, I, I am go, I feel like no one has asked you, or maybe people, it's either one of those. No one asked you or people <laughs> asked all the time. Okay. So I want to, I want a confession. What is the least for both of you? What is the least organized space in your home? Because you've got to have something where you're like that you neglect that you do not do perfectly. My daughter's drawers. They're yeah. a disgusting, devastating disaster. <laughs> my, my kids' drawers, too. It's be, yeah. It's just I mean, I was, impossible. It's impossible. They're terrible. And I, I've tried. I've tried many times. And finally, I gave up. And I, the reason is, I told her, I was like, you can't have anything on the floor. So it either has to be in your drawer, in your hamper, or hung up the way you decide to put them in your drawer is no longer my problem. That is a you problem. So like, if you want to go, she must, she, her arms in my mind are like an egg beater blender or something mm -hmm. when she's in her drawers, because she must twist and tie and turn everything over a thousand times. And then I think throw them in the air and then dump them back in the drawer because that's what it looks like. So I've just, I've given up. I just have given up. And you know what? If somebody comes over and opens Stella's drawers, they would probably, you know, I'd have to resign uh, my position. I'd have to, you know, leave town, you know, quit my job. But it's embarrassing. I, but it just is what it is. I can't, I can't right. fix it. I, I, I mean, I have the same issue. So I can't, I can't say anything differently. I have the same issue. Yeah. That, so I guess your kids are not following your footsteps. Um, so not in, very not good in those at certain things. 
Yeah. Yeah. Our kids are actually pretty similar in that way. We have two, each of us have two kids and they're both the exact same ages. Um, so, and they're both problematic <laughs> for different <laughs> things, but yeah. our kids are really good at like following the pantry organization at following the playroom organization, because again, yeah. we set it up so that it's totally plug and play. And <laughs> all they have to do is put it back in the right spot. Their drawers are like, again, the system technically works. It's just their te- technique is terrible and they don't try. So they'll put it back in the right place. I guess like there's no sloppy way to put back like a Lego. Like they put it in the right spot. So like whatever, it's all a jumbled bunch of Legos. But when you open up a drawer of t-shirts and it's a jumbled drawer of t-shirts, that's devastating for me personally, but I've learned to live with it. It just, it just is what it is. You know, it's like, okay, it's right. in the right spot. You have to look at it, not me. I mean, I know it's there and it kills me. I'm not going to lie to you, but it's mm-hmm. just, I have given up. That is so, that is so funny. I can thank you both enough for doing this. So this will be out, I think it'll be out Tuesday or Wednesday on Forbes. And then I'm going to put the audio recording out as a podcast, um, probably tomorrow, possibly today. I haven't decided. Um, it just depends on how much I get done. Um, and I'll story you. I'm always commenting on your, on your Instagram posts, by the way, because I just, I love it. (laughs) Such inspo. And I look at it and I'm like, I need to organize my house. I need to do that. I need (laughs) to get the, I'm obsessed with the, um, thing you have for like the flat iron and the curling iron, the rubber mat. I know. I have to get it. I, I'm like, this is exactly what I need. Yeah. It's, it really is. And it like, there really isn't anything else that exists like it. So it's, yeah, it's amazing. There was a mini one that came with my Dyson hairdryer, but it's not quite the same. It's not as big. So yeah, it's not. Um, and I have one too that came with, I have like the Dyson tool set, you know, for hair and everything. And I'm like, yeah. the big issue is like, this feels like if I want to leave it on the countertop, I can use the the insert thing. But like, otherwise it just, it's like, I want to be able to put it away and have it still be hot and not have to worry about it. That, that to me is like, the, I, it's amazing. I love it. It's so brilliant. It's so great. It, it's it great. really, it really is. Again, thank you two so much for doing this. Oh, are you coming thank back? You. With it? So are lovely you? speaking with you. Wait, wait, wait. Is there going to be another yeah. Netflix season? I know everything's delayed uh, because can, of COVID. We cannot confirm or deny. Okay. Okay. That's exciting. I'm excited to watch it. That's all I'm going to say. Thanks again. (laughs) Have a great weekend.